Every few years, we hear a whole lot about voting on Edsplost for schools, but what happens afterwards? Edsplost is up for discussion on this edition of the Inside Scoop. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Inside Scoop. I'm David Owen. Listeners, make sure you click on that subscribe button so that you get the scoop on what's going on in Cobb schools. Most of us realize the need to keep our schools in good shape and current for each student that comes through our doors. Here to let us know where things stand on Ed Splost is the Senior Executive Director of the Splost Department, Nick Parker. Welcome back to the podcast, Nick. Thank you, David. It's good to be here. Very briefly, what is a SPLOST and what is it used for in the Cobb County School District? SPLOST stands for Special Purpose Local Option Sales Tax, David, mm-hmm. and this is the, uh, we're currently in the fifth cycle. Uh, each SPLOST cycle is five years, okay. and uh, we're privileged to receive one penny of every dollar spent uh, in Cobb County um, uh, with regard to retail sales and other types of sales. So it's a, it's a uh, one cent sales tax that we receive uh, through the county. And we're in SPLOST 5? We're in SPLOST 5. Okay. Now, the most recent uh, referendum was SPLOST 6, though, Yes, right? we have already um, gone to our, our citizens mm-hmm. and proposed uh, the improvements to our schools and, and other um, uh, improvements uh, in SPLOST 6. That begins in January of 2024, mm-hmm. and again, it runs for five years as well. Okay. So just to clarify, we are... We have approved SPLOS 6, but we're still playing through the years of SPLOS 5. That is correct. Okay. And and you do that so that we can have some continuity of projects? Is that the way that, that correct. works? We always want the voters uh, out there to know what we have planned mm-hmm. uh, for our, our school improvements and other expenditures going forward so that when they go to the uh, voting booth, they know exactly uh, the types of projects that we will be um, uh, entering into for the next SPLOST. This will be our last year of collections. 2023 will be the last year of collections for SPLOST 5 as we close out this SPLOST. And then when we get to January of 2024, uh, that begins the collections for the SPLOST 6 projects. Okay. All right. That makes a lot more sense. So uh, also, one one of the things I've I've heard is (laughs) some people don't understand that we are not Cobb County government. We are Cobb County School District. And those two SPLOS programs are totally different. That is right. correct, David. We uh, uh, There are two different SPLOS programs out there. One deals with the county itself, uh, and that's what you uh, the voters approve for improvement on roadways and bridges and, and other type parks, uh, various and sundry things that the county is responsible for. Mm-hmm. We strictly are the Cobb County School District, which is separate and different from the county, and all of our expenditures go into our school system. Okay. So what are some of those uh, those older SPLOS projects that are still being worked through? Yeah, we've got, uh, gosh, about five or six projects currently uh, that are in progress throughout the district, mm-hmm. and they should be completed uh, before the year is over. We've got uh, uh, a lot of folks are, are very cognizant of the new East Valley Elementary School that's being built uh, over on Holt Road across the street from Wheeler High School. Okay, uh, That will replace the current or the old East Valley, and uh, so students will be moving into there uh, come August of 2023. Uh, Another major project that we've got going on um, is at Pebble Brook High School. We've just recently completed the new uh, theater there. Um, I think the the production crew put on Sweeney Todd as their first production. It went very well. Uh, We currently are in the process of uh, completing uh, the new gymnasium. Uh, 
uh, at Pebble Brook, as well as uh, a new classroom uh, facility over there that will replace a lot of the older classes, uh, classrooms that are in existence today. Funny you're bringing up Pebble Brook because we just finished a podcast with uh, the the new director at the uh, CCC EPA okay, out there. Good. He, was, he was super excited about their new facilities. Well, he, it's a beautiful facility. Uh, as you know, that's the, the magnet for performing arts within mm-hmm. our district. And so that facility itself uh, is a beautiful highly functional facility, and I think they'll utilize it for years to come. Oh, yeah. David, just to tell you a couple more projects that are going on out there mm-hmm. in Splost 5 that should be finished this year, um, Sprayberry High School is getting a new gymnasium, and, and that's caught a lot of folks' attention, and it will be finished uh, by the end of the year as well. And then we have uh, classroom additions uh, being pursued at Hillgrove High School, as well as Loving Good Middle School. That's adding classrooms there. And then uh, um, probably the last major project is the athletic complex at Walton High School. Uh, I'm pleased to to report that uh, as of yesterday, January the 9th, um, which is the official startup date for tennis uh, in in our district, um, the the folks were able to get on the new tennis courts at Walton uh, for their first uh, tryouts, if you will, to to join the team there. So in addition to that, we'll be adding a baseball field, Uh and that should be finished by, um, by this summer. That sounds like uh, they're probably starting to experience some of the excitement about the new facilities over there. I can tell you, I was there yesterday afternoon about 3.30 or 4 o'clock, and, and the kids were so excited uh, to be on their new tennis courts. Uh, they're, they're beautiful and certainly uh, uh, something that will have a lot of pride uh, within the school itself. Yeah, nothing quite like a, a new surface on a tennis court. Exactly. All right, so why aren't all the projects started just as soon as the referendum is approved? That's a good question, David. Um Obviously, we're, we're sort of a pay-as-you-go. Mm-hmm. Um, what does we, that mean? We, we collect uh, monies each month from the county uh, as a result of the, of the month's sales and mm-hmm. um, revenue, if you will. And they give us that money at the end of each month. So um, in addition to that, we've been very fortunate over the years to receive a short-term construction note at the beginning of each year. And that's normally been around $100 million. Uh, mm. It's a short-term note, we should say, because we, we have no long-term debt at, at, uh, in, at the Cobb County School District, as, as our finance department will certainly <laughs> tell you. Mm. Uh, so this short-term construction note helps us get a head start on some of the projects. But yet we are limited uh, by the revenue we have uh, currently uh, to start projects. We can't start a project unless we have the money in the bank. So uh, Cobb Schools doesn't operate on a credit card for our construction. We actually have to have the cash in hand. And when you're saying short term, I, I assume that's less it's, than one week, one it, year? It's it's a no uh, no longer than one year. Okay. Yeah, we normally get it um, approved in, in uh, uh, January of each year. Uh, and then we receive the money usually in February and we pay it back in December. Okay. And the reason that you do that is to get the construction underway? It it is. um, I don't need to tell most folks today that we are challenged by uh, material delays, Mm -hmm. uh, increases in in equipment and materials. Um, The sooner you can purchase uh, materials and equipment, um, you tend to save money uh, based upon the inflationary nature of our economy today. So we try to, to go ahead and get some of those uh, projects started early so that in the long term, you can save money. Well, it sounds to me like you guys are thinking way ahead and, and uh, being very frugal with the, the approach to all of this. A- absolutely, David. And, and I might mention that uh, 
you know, Splost is, is well known for all the construction uh, that we pursue within the district on, on our school facilities, mm-hmm. 114 schools out there. We've got plenty to do. Mm, but yeah. Splost many years ago expanded uh, its utilization across the district. Uh, not only do we use it for construction, uh, we use it for academics and learning resources. Uh, we use it for technology. Our computers are, are uh, big screens that, that are, are uh, uh, hands-on within all the schools and all the other things that we do in technology. So any, anything that's, that's uh, a tangible capital expense qualifies exactly. for? Exactly. Okay. It's a capital improvement. Uh, school buses, um, you know, public safety, our, our police cars, and so forth. So we, we help fund all of those types of expenditures within the district. So when the money does come in, or, or you guys get a, a, a short-term loan set up to accommodate that money flow, how do you decide which projects you tackle first? Because everybody's saying, mine needs help now. Right. <laughs> Absolutely, David. Uh, and again, we wish we could do more um, as we pursue all of the uh, all the projects. But you're right. We have to give a priority to those that we feel like are, are most critical or most important to the district. We're a school district and we teach students. So uh, we try to identify those uh, projects that are most critical to students and their learning needs, uh, which, again, would be schools and classrooms and those type of things that normally come out first. Um, then we get into some of the ancillary type projects, whether they be HVAC improvements, roofing improvements, flooring improvements, all these infrastructure. We, we have, again, 114 schools, and uh, some of those uh, are, are gaining in age. And just like at your home, when you have to replace the roof from time to time or you go in and replace the, the heating and, and air conditioning from time to time, the plumbing, the electrical, all those things have to be taken care of as well. But those are secondary to the needs for classrooms for students. Right. But there is so much interconnectivity with all of it. I, I can't imagine. <laughs> you guys must have spreadsheets that are like miles wide well, or we, something. We have a lot of planning. We have great folks in our department. We have 26 folks in the SPLOS department. And uh, we keep a handle on on uh, what our priorities are, uh, what our expenditures uh, should be, mm-hmm. and try to maintain, if you can, a, a, a relatively smooth um, transition from uh, uh, planning projects to awarding those to construction contractors to actual construction and then finishing those projects so that they can be utilized by our students. And figuring out when to fix things versus when to replace them. You've got all that on your radar all the time. It, you well, know, it seems like you guys just are spinning plates all day. Well, we uh, we do a lot. Um we're blessed with, with a lot of support from the school district, the superintendent, of course, our, our chief operations officer, whom I report to, all support uh, SPLOST and the improvement of our, of our facilities. We have a maintenance department that's, that helps us maintain mm-hmm. and understand the age of our systems, whether it be the age of a roof or the age of an air conditioning system, um, to help us make sure that we schedule those in a timely manner. So they're not out there constantly repairing things. They know when to pull the trigger on Correct. replacing them. Correct. Well, that's good. I mean, you're, you're calling on the expertise of, of experience in the field, and that, that to me just screams wisdom. We know that the, the next SPLOS 6 has not kicked in yet, but what are some of those projects that are slated to be done in SPLOS 6? What are some of those projects? Okay, before I get to that, David, let me, uh-huh. let me interject. Uh, we've got about 10 or 12 projects that still need to be completed in SPLOS 5 that should at least begin design this year. Uh, the collections end in December, 
but the work does not end in December. It can right. go on beyond the collections. Good point. So uh, just so you know, we have uh, Dickerson and Dodgen Middle Schools will both be gaining classroom additions. And those and, projects. And should, this is in the SPLOS 5. These are five. all SPLOS 5 still. Right. Uh, okay. And these are the last major projects that we will start this year that will pretty much conclude um, the, the initiation of those projects for five before we get into six. Okay. Uh, so, again, Dickerson and Dodgen. Classroom additions. Mm -hmm. We have uh, uh, a lot of folks who are excited now because the Lindley Sixth Grade Academy is going to become a new middle school. It's going to be the Betty Gray Middle School. Yes. So we will be converting uh, that Sixth Grade Academy to a middle school and adding some classrooms and some improvements at that school. Mm -hmm. We're going to add classrooms at Nickajack Elementary School as well. Uh, South Cobb is going to get a new gymnasium. Uh, that will be our last new gym in Splost 5. Um, Wheeler High School is going to get some classroom upgrades and some renovations going on at their school. Mm -hmm. We will have an expanded and upgraded uh, new theater at Laster High School, and, and that will start this year as well. Uh, we're going to make improvements at the uh, CTAE area over at North Cobb High School. Mm -hmm. And then uh, um, this may sound a little mundane, but we have a lot of restroom upgrades that will be going on at a <laughs> number of schools because some of those restrooms have, have not had uh, new fixtures and, and upgrades over many years. So uh, those are the kinds of infrastructure projects in addition to roofs and, and painting and, and flooring that we have to do from time to time. Now, let me, uh, yeah, the restrooms may be mundane, but they're not when you need one, right? Correct, correct. <laughs> so uh, let me go back uh, just a few projects ago. You mentioned a theater at Lassiter. They already have a uh beautiful facility there that's a that, concert hall that's a different animal in your world yes it is that's that's a district-wide concert hall that was put on the property there at laster some time ago and it's primarily designed and functional as a concert hall which is basically uh orchestra and choir and those type of things the theater at laster which is within the confines of the building itself not a side like the concert hall mm -hmm. will be expanded upon and approved so that it will primarily be used for drama uh, versus the concert hall, the which typical, is for music. Typical high school Correct. thing. And those are, you guys standardize those, right? Pretty much Pretty much so. We try to maintain 750 seats in all of the theaters, just mm -hmm. like 3,000 seats in each of our new gyms. So we try to standard those across the district. Okay. Now, I know that new gym up at North Cobb is a prize, right? Yes, it there, is. There are some colleges that are envious of what they have. Is that what's going to happen down at South Cobb? It is. We, uh, we try to maintain the same standards for each of the high school gyms uh, and make sure they have all the same amenities. Uh, they're very nice gyms. You know, we have uh, very uh, active uh, athletic programs in all of our schools. Yeah. Obviously, academics is, is number one, but athletically, uh, it doesn't take many folks to, to know that we have great athletics across the district. So we need to try to maintain the facilities for those athletes. So what can we look forward to in SPLOS 6? Yeah, let me tell you about one, one project that's at the... Uh, the top of our list. It's the highest priority. Uh, and a lot of the voters, of course, that voted for Splostics are very much cognizant of this. And that is basically an upgrade and uh, in, in renovations at uh, Sprayberry High School. Mm -hmm. um, if folks have been by Osborne High School or Campbell High School, 
And now Pebblebrook High School, they will see the major renovations and improvements we have made at, at those schools. Mm-hmm. We will be doing that at Sprayberry. Sprayberry is one of our older high schools within the district. Yeah. And even though they're getting a new gymnasium in this blast, we basically are going to be redoing most of their classrooms and their core uh, facilities at Sprayberry. And that will be the first project out of the bat for uh, SPLOS 6. Well, I'm, I know of folks in that area who are ecstatic about that. Uh, Sprayberry is a great school, but it certainly helps life for them and for the community in general to have a brand new facility that is on the level of what you guys have just done down at Osborne. That That's yeah. tremendous. Well, it, it will be a, an awesome project. We're excited about it. It's in design as we speak. And so when we get to uh, uh, the early part of 2024, that will be probably one of the first projects that we will take to the board for approval. Folks who are listening to this obviously are interested in what's going on in the Edsplos, uh projects and, and your world. Um, how can they stay tuned in? I mean, you're, you're not up for a podcast every week, and they might right. want to they want, might want to stay tuned in to their neighborhood's project. Sure, sure. Uh, SPLOS traditionally has the most board agenda items. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we have to get a board approval for all of these major projects. And uh, so we take those to the board, and we normally have uh, some type of agenda item uh, each month. So you can either keep up with them on, on uh, going to the meeting or watching the production of the board meeting. Also, most of the schools uh, will publicize the projects that we're undertaking on their webpage. Uh, that you can access, and, and I would assume most of the students and the parents that attend schools uh, tune in to, the, to their webpage for their school. I know there are, there are so many splossed projects in that huge notebook. That notebook's, what, about four inches thick? We, we have the largest production and knowledge of, uh, of splossed probably of, of any district around the state. Uh, we pride ourselves in that because we feel like the voters should know what they're voting for. Um, let me just say, first of all, thank you to all the citizens and the folks who, who visit Cobb County and spend money here because uh, we certainly uh, want to continue our relationship with, with great facilities. Uh, I, I've looked recently, SPLOST 4 and SPLOST 5, we've been able to accomplish about $1.5 billion worth of improvements wow. in our school district over that 10-year period. Billion and, with uh, a B. And we want to thank all the, <laughs> the voters and the visitors who, who come into Cobb County and go to Six Flags or go to a Braves game or whatever hmm. that are in Cobb County. Uh, we thank them as well, not just the citizens of Cobb. Well, uh, we know construction projects can be challenging for so many different reasons, uh, you know, from the design phase all the way through the day that you, you do the ribbon cutting on, on uh, various facilities. But it, it sure sounds like you guys have things well under control. And uh, we've seen the results of your, your hard work and the beautiful facilities, uh, for example, CETA, uh, Osborne. So, Nick, I, I just I, I can't tell you enough. We really appreciate what you and your department does. And we also appreciate you coming on the podcast. And well, letting us know I, I appreciate the invitation, David. And, and I will tell you, I want to give the credit to our team because uh, our, our staff who, who uh, uh, does this work daily from our, our uh, uh, directors who lead each team to our program managers who help with the design and planning with the architects. Uh, to our construction managers who oversee all the construction in the field, to our logistics managers who uh, have to deal with the myriads of furniture, fixtures, and equipment that go in and out of our schools while we're either building them or or, uh, renovating them. It takes a team, and and our team uh, does a great job. 
That is so true. Listeners, don't forget that subscribe button. Everybody likes being well-informed on these topics and uh, particularly the ones that they are specifically interested in. You can be that valuable resource for those around you. Thanks again for listening to this edition of the Inside Scoop, a podcast produced by the Cobb County School District. Thank you.